0: Welcome to this week's Green Side Up. This is Richard Henschel, horticulture educator for the University of Illinois, and I get to cover Kane, DuPage, and Kendall counties. And this week I wanted to talk about a couple um, foliar diseases, and in particular those that are, are really uh, detrimental to both our flowering ornamental crabapples and our apple as a fruit tree. And right now this weather we've had just continues to really put a lot of disease pressure on our flowering crab apples and apple trees. Um, and that's gonna continue as long as we have all this cool wet weather. We're getting some days of moderation, but as long as it remains cool and wet, uh, these uh, there's a couple diseases that uh, can, can uh, really give our crab apples and our apple trees fits. The one that's really easy right now to see is a disease called cedar apple rust and cedar apple rust as the name implies uh, requires two kinds of hosts in its lifetime. There's a deciduous side which is our crab apples and apple trees and then there's the evergreen side uh, which for cedar apple rust is our cedar trees and a select number of our junipers. We are ornamental junipers in other words. So right now what's easy to see is the fact that the evergreen side of the disease had overwintered as a a grayish gall structure that kind of looks like a miniature brain on our juniper plants and right now they have grown out these yellow to orange gelatinous horns which then are putting the spores out into the air which now will float back to our deciduous hosts meaning our crab apples and apple trees. Cedar apple rust uh is damaging in that it causes uh lots of leaf spotting on our foliage Um, those diseased leaves while they don't come down out of the tree uh, are reducing the potential um, synthetic or photosynthesis ability of the of of the tree to produce food so that impacts in the case of a crab apple that impacts uh, the potential to put on next year's uh, flower buds and next year's vegetative buds in over a long period of time many many years it can cause the tree to be stressed enough that other insects or diseases could be moved in. On our fruit trees um, similar results Uh, just remember that the apple tree uh, uses the photosynthetic properties of the um, leaves to generate that apple and give you the big full good tasting full-sized apple that we're expecting so severe damage um, from cedar apple rust on an apple tree uh, will reduce the size of the apple potentially maybe reducing a bit of the a bit of the uh, um, taste as well so that's uh, why we typically want to treat and and, uh, control this disease. Uh, Usually what happens is because there's no economic value to seeing the disease on the juniper or cedar trees, our focus then is on the aesthetic and economic value um, perceived here on our ornamental crabs and our fruiting apple trees. Uh, On the crab apples, the disease just makes the tree look less than healthy. Uh, on the apple, we're concerned because uh, of the uh, lack of uh, quality or productivity on that tree. So right now, what can we do? If you have a juniper or cedar in your yard and it has these bright orange-like horns uh, on, on any of the galls that are on your tree, the easiest way to help maintain uh, more of a disease-free environment is to go ahead and remove that gall off the juniper dispose of it in the garbage and you have lessened uh, the disease pressure by a few million spores that would otherwise be floating through the air to your uh, apple or crab apple tree for the home orchardist we really are talking about making making some fungicidal treatments be that uh, synthetic or if there's an organic material available to you, that's another choice. Um, The idea of a fungicide is that fungicides are only really preventative. So you must treat and cover your tree leaves um, as soon as you see leaves expanding. So theoretically here that's already occurred, but with this protracted wet weather we're having, the infection period has really extended itself. So while all the books say, well, the crabapple is kind of done through blooming, uh, you can lessen uh, your need for sprays. If the disease is that strong yet out there in the world, any new leaves that are coming on will still be impacted by the cedar apple rust fungus. So it's important that we really do uh, continue to spray. The second and potentially more damaging fungal disease is known as apple scab. And again, both from the aesthetic, how's it look perspective, but the economic perspective as well. If it's an apple tree, the bigger problem with cedar apple rust is this is a foliar disease that is a single host disease, which means the leaves that fell off the apple tree or crab apple tree last fall contain the spore organisms that float right back up onto the tree this spring. So you don't need an alternate host um the larger concern as i mentioned was that apple scab actually does cause the leaves to fall off the tree so if it's crab apple you see a lot of empty tree out there with leaves just at the very end of the branches the same would happen on an apple tree uh, the additional concern there is the apple tree doesn't have the energy because it doesn't have the leaves to fulfill the apple. So that's a little more, as I said, economically damaging if you're trying to grow your home orchard and, do something, and doing something with those apples. So those are the two diseases that are really out there and prevalent right now. As I mentioned, since both of these diseases are really airborne, so that sanitation is helpful, removing the cedar apple rust galls and then raking up any fallen leaves underneath your crabapple or apple tree for apple scab as as that happens Um, you can't eliminate it just with that because these spores are airborne and they will float for many many uh feet yards Um, as long as the weather is cool and wet the spores are viable in the air a lot longer so it uh Um, In the old days, before there were fungicides, a home, uh, an orchardist, a commercial orchardist might try to remove cedar apple or cedar trees uh, for several miles around his orchard to eliminate that problem. So spraying's pretty much uh, essential if you're trying to grow the apple uh, for a production crop. fungicides are available. If you have a fungal disease, if you have cedar apple rust and apple scab, the same fungicide for one will control the other. So that's, that's a good thing. Uh, crab apples, you don't have to worry about the apple part, but the f- fungicides are good to keep the foliage clean and the foliage uh, left on the tree. Uh, for the home orchardist, those home orchard sprays contain an insecticide too so that you're protecting the fruits uh, that are developing from all the typical insect problems that they have during the year. And after all, no one really likes to uh, uh, find half a worm in their apple. So you want to spray for the insecticides, and You spray with insecticides and spray with a fungicide for your uh, apple trees. Well, this has been Richard Henshaw with this week's Greenside Up. I'll be back again next week.